Hi, uh, welcome to Jubilee Church Teesside. If you are visiting online, it's great to have you with us. My name is Simon, I'm one of the leaders here. I'm gonna be continuing our series, our mini-series that we've called Home. God is present everywhere at the same time, but there is uh, somewhere, where a place where God specially loves to dwell, especially loves to be present in a special way. It's the church, it's when his people gather together. Listen, this is what Jesus said in one of the gospels. Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. Uh, I cannot be present everywhere at the same time and so I was on a holiday last week uh, and we were away as a family uh, in sunny Norfolk and we had taken away with us one of our, our children's friends. Uh, so there were five of us on this holiday and you realise when you go away as a family and you invite someone into, into that, that holiday or, or into that family space that that there are things that you do as a family, maybe habits, maybe games, maybe funny little things that not every family does. And you suddenly realise, okay, we have some family habits, some family traditions. Then you kind of have to explain them out to, 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 to the other people. Oh yeah, okay, this is why we do this or this. So, so for instance, we're on this, um, this holiday and we go out for fish and chips. And do you know what, as a family, whenever we go out, for takeaway fish and chips, I I always and we always take ketchup with us. Perhaps it's down to me mainly because you know you you get the sachets from the takeaway fish and chip shop, and you know they're just not they're just not big enough, are they? There's just not enough in there, and and plus they they add uh, you know pounds and pounds to your fish and chips because they cost a fortune for those little sachets. So I always just take some ketchup with us in, in a bag in my rucksack. So we're on holiday as a family with, with one of our children's friends and I bring out the ketchup and we have to explain, oh yeah, this is what we do. You know, when we go out for fish and chips, we, you know, I bring the, bring the ketchup. Uh, very, very odd, but it's a family thing, you know. Um, and, and all sorts of other things like that that I don't have time to go into. Perhaps your family has your own family traditions. But today we're looking at how the church is family. God chooses to dwell, loves to dwell, loves to be amongst us as family, his family. Maybe maybe your experience of family in this life hasn't been great. Maybe your experience of of church as family has, has not always been great. Maybe your experience of this church as your family has not been what you expected it to be. But listen, this morning, as we read the scriptures, as we talk about what it means to be God's family, I will want you to, to listen to God as he speaks to you, as he stirs you, as he perhaps challenges you, um, and, uh, and ask him, Lord, what are you speaking to me about as we read his word together. Okay, so we're going to read a short passage from Matthew's Gospel. I'm not going to go into it in loads of detail, but I'm just going to pick out a few things that I particularly feel are pertinent for us in these days. So, Matthew 12 from verse 46. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to them, who is my mother 
and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven, he is my brother and sister and mother. Wonderful. So, you know, we need to see what Jesus firstly is not saying in this passage. Look, he is not disowning his earthly family. He's not. He's not saying that earthly family is not important. He's doing what Jesus does. He's taking an everyday setting, an everyday uh, thing, an everyday scenario, and he's using it to teach deep truth to those around him. See, it was very different to what the religious leaders thought. You know, they thought being part of God's people, as we'll see, was was about keeping laws, was about uh, having everything right on the outside, at least. Um, and and they had and and Jesus is saying to them, look, no, no, you, you they've got it way wrong. You want to you want to know what it means, what God's family means. Right? Actually, you have to totally change your thinking. Jesus is saying, look, where would I feel at home? Where would I feel? Where would I feel I was with family? He says, no, it's about knowing God, knowing about knowing the Father, and doing His will. So, so this morning I've got three things that I think mark us out as what we under, what we need to understand, uh, what it means to be God's people. Uh, firstly, we're to be a faithful family. A faithful family. As I said, the religious leaders they had their idea of what God's family was. You know, the family of God meant you were you were born into the Jewish people. You were born into the people, the people of God. Um, you you did the stuff. You 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 kept the rules. You know, if you look at the the few interactions that Jesus has had just prior to saying this with some of the religious leaders, you'll see that they were um, um, accusing him of all sorts of things of criticising him for all sorts of things, of asking him for all sorts of things. And we, what we see in that is we see that they've developed a very person-centred uh, religious lifestyle with what I can do, what you can do at the centre of it. And you know what? We can think the same often as well. We can think that, well, perhaps, well, I was born into a Christian family, therefore that's it. It's not about what decision I might make. We might think, well, I'm a I'm a good person and you know that that gets me into the family of God or I do the right things or at least I try and look like I do the right things. We can think that we've, we've earned our way into the family of God because of the life that we have chosen to live. Jesus says this, Jesus says it's those who do the will of the Father, the will of my Father in heaven. Now on first hearing that we could think, well, that sounds like doing stuff. Um, that sounds like getting into the family by what I do. But no, 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 Jesus is totally transforming what it means to be part of the people of God. Listen, this is what Jesus says in John 6, verse 40. He says, my father's will is that everyone who looks to the son and believes in him shall have eternal life. See, for Jesus, it's our, it's our heart response thing. It's about faith in him. It's about looking to him, believing in him, trusting in him. 
It's about friendship with Jesus, about being loved by him, responding in love to him. Yes, that will look like our lives will look differently because of that, but that's all in response to him and his love. See, Jubilee, we're not a family first and foremost gathered to set doctrines. We're not a family because we have a, you know, we believe we have a plan to transform Teesside. Uh, we're not a family because we, we're gathered to our vision and values. We're first and foremost a family because we are gathered to Jesus. And we're gathered by faith. Not, not people who have made the grade, people who have worked out how to live the life. No, no, we are people who have come to faith in Jesus, come to trust in him. That's it, the Father's will, to look on Jesus, to receive him, to know him. I wonder if that's how you started your day this morning. That is the, the privilege that we all have as, as followers of Jesus. We start every day going, yeah, I, know I'm, I know I'm loved by you, I know I'm accepted. I know today, whatever today brings, I, I, I know your grace, I know your love, I know that I'm, I'm safe and secure in you. I know I can walk um, in the power that you give me. Uh, Jesus, I know you're with me today. It's wonderful grace. It really is. Secondly, we're called to be a growing family. See, do you see what's happening here? You've got Jesus and you've got him speaking to a crowd. Then you've got um, this, this person um, who comes and says, you know, your family are outside. They're asking for you and and he says you know who is my family he turns to this person and he says look he looks to his disciples and he says look it, it's those who do the will of my father in heaven but but I imagine all these people are hearing what Jesus is saying and what it means to be in the family of God this whole crowd that he is speaking to what's happening here it's an invitation it's an invitation and after Jesus death and his resurrection, Jesus' spiritual family, it grows. It's not through, it doesn't grow through external obedience, it doesn't grow through force, actually it grows through faith, through faith in him. And do you know what? That is still the same plan 2,000 years later. You know, maybe some of those, maybe some of those crowds who um, became, maybe some of those remembered his words that day and you know, after his death and resurrection became followers of him. Listen, this is the, the words of um, uh, Isaiah. This is from Isaiah 54, some, some hundreds of years before Jesus. But, but actually, you know, Christians down the years have found many, much encouragement, uh, much motivation, much stimulation um, in this particular passage. Uh, and, you know, we feel particularly at these, uh, in this season, God is speaking to us um, through the words of Isaiah in this passage. Uh, it says this, sing barren woman, you who never bore a child, burst into song, shout for joy, you who were never in labour. Because more were the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. So this whole plan that we have been talking about, this whole plan to move Sundays to Yarm Road Church, um, this whole plan to plant uh, community sites across 
Teesside is, is a response in part to this. It's a response in part to believing that God wants more people to know his son. Um, God is bringing about growth in these days. And we're to enlarge the place of our tent in preparation for that and in faith for that. Now, do, you, do you see what this is about, this passage? It's about family growth. Isaiah was saying now is not the time to be thinking about downsizing. You know, you know when you uh, perhaps get a little older and, and you think, well, actually, you know, we don't need the, the house that we've got. We can downsize. That's what some people think. You know, we can, we can perhaps, you know, I don't... I, don't need all these rooms. I don't want to be cleaning all these rooms. We don't need the space. Actually, we can we can kind of downsize a little. Um, that's what happens. This is not what Isaiah is saying in this passage in these times for, for the people of God. He's saying, no, no, now is the time to upsize. Now is the time to be thinking about uh, growth and uh, thinking about addition. And you know what? It's not just in terms of uh, growth in terms of numbers. Actually, um, you know, we, we are privileged to be um, a church of all sorts of people from different backgrounds, different nationalities, different ethnicities, from different places. You know, that is the church, the people of God made up of all sorts of different people. Um, that's what it means. It means, you know, those. it's not about those who are like me. It's about those who do the will of the Father in heaven as Jesus says you know that means anyone who comes to him you know we are so privileged to be a church where we hear uh, people singing in different languages and praying out in different languages and having different cultures and but bonded by the Holy Spirit in love together and we believe that actually we want to God wants to add to that uh, and continue that by his grace I love that that is the church that we've called, been called to be together. Hey, maybe you're not a Christian this morning. My invite to you is, hey, hang around this family. Experience what it means to be around this family. Okay, and finally, we're called to be a spirit-filled family. This is what it says in Romans 8, verse 15 and 16. Oh, Gavin read this last week as well in his talk. The spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirits that we are God's children. Abba, that word, you may know, uh, it, was, it was the Aramaic word that was used um, by a baby and it was used as an adult for father, for dad, for daddy. Um, it, it, it's one of those words that, we, that um, you, you don't grow out of using it. Actually, you know, as an older person, you would use that word Abba. We're not to grow out of that intimate father relationship that we have with God. Um, and Jesus chooses to dwell and to live by the Spirit in you and I. And it's the Holy Spirit that reminds us. God, the Holy Spirit reminds us that we are God's children. Look, I believe if we're to be all that we're called to be Jubilee. We don't just need better organisation, we don't just need uh, slicker meetings, we don't just need bigger social action projects. Not, not that I'm saying that all these things are necessarily bad, but we must continue Jubilee to be a people of the Spirit, a people who receive Him.
people who listen to him, people who are led daily by him. And a a spirit-filled family does things very differently. Listen, I love this quote from Mike Pilavacci. You you may know leads a a church down in London and a movement for for young people called Soul Survivor. Um, And Mike uh, said this, Uh, about being the family of God. He said, in a business, you hire and fire employees. In a family, you raise sons and daughters. That really spoke to me. You know, we we mustn't see each other as colleagues of an organisation, but but as a family, brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and sons and daughters. And and you know what? Spirit-filled families, spirit-filled families have a spirit-empowered mission but because we're family, we, we help one another. We help one another in the Father's work. We help one another in that mission that he has given us. And we walk, we do that by walking closely together with one another. We walk that by being committed to one another. We, we, we do that through, through things like wonderful spiritual gifts, like the gift of encouragement. This is what it says in Hebrews 3. Encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today. Listen, spirit-filled families encourage one another. They encourage one another to live for Jesus. That is how sons and daughters are raised in a family, through encouragement, through love, it's through commitment. Uh, Listen, are you encouraging others to live for Jesus in these days? Are Are you asking how you can pray for people, how can I? Hey, how can I pray for you in your situation? Are you lifting them up when when they're down? Listen, our groups are a great place to do that. Our midweek groups. If you're not in a midweek group, we'd love to connect you into something or somewhere. So please do get in touch if you want to be connected into into a group, a smaller group um, that gathers. Some are online, some some are meeting in person. Listen, as we just close here today um family family that is the jesus way that's the jesus way um, and we see even at the cross his moment of death before his glorious resurrection he looks down on the cross uh, he sees his mother and he sees one of his closest friends and uh he says here is your here is your mother here is your son he says he says to his mum look you be you be his mother he's saying to his closest friend look you be you be her son family he's thinking family that's an amazing picture it's an amazing reminder of what jesus is doing through his death and through his resurrection actually he's making a way for us to come into the family of god for that moment for that moment on the cross jesus is experiencing uh, what the father's rejection would be like so that we wouldn't have to and so that we would experience forever the father's acceptance it's a wonderful grace it's amazing uh, let me just finish with this quote um, from uh, ian galloway you'll maybe you know ian ian uh, led a church in newcastle city church newcastle for a number of years spoke at jubilee a number of times uh, and recently wrote a book that i was reading uh, on holiday just this last week looking at john's gospel and what it means to be called as friends. John is calling us into friendship with Jesus. And, and in the book, Ian says that actually there's only real, really one ethical, one moral instruction in John's gospel uh, that 
Jesus gives to his disciples and it's to love one another. Uh, And Jesus tells his friends, as I've loved you, so you must love one another. And he says this in the book, without love for Jesus, church stops being family. In my experience, church then descends into something else. It can look like a sales force peddling forgiveness of sins, life after death and possibly miracles as well. It's sad when a church feels like it's offering a product for sale rather than introducing people to a person they know. Friends, we are the family of God because Jesus has loved us, because he's come to us, because he's committed to us and because in faith and love we respond to that love and to that commitment. That's amazing and you know what? Teesside needs us to be the family of God, Jubilee. Teesside needs all its churches across this region to be the family of God, introducing others to the Jesus that we have come to know, that we know and experience and walk with daily. Uh, Let us just finish by praying. Listen, if you're watching this and you're not a Christian, you wouldn't consider yourself a Christian, uh, you can know this Jesus, you can come into that friendship uh, today. We'd love to speak to you, reach out to us in, in whatever way you can, but also you can do it today. You can do it today, you receive him today. I'm just going to pray for us as we end. Lord Jesus, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your work at the cross where you won for us um, a way to the Father. You made a way so that we could come into this amazing family relationship and by the Spirit we can cry, Abba, Father. And I pray that in these days you would keep making us, keep making churches across this nation and the nations uh, the family of God as we um, as we be people who are people of faith, uh, people who um, who know your fruitfulness and your, your growth in our days uh, and also people who are led by your spirit as you lead us into all that you have for us. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And I pray for anyone um, watching today that doesn't know you. I pray that you would come to them as they reach out to you. Um, you would come to them Uh, make your home with them as they reach out to you and choose to trust in you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening and God bless.